Welcome to the Apologia Podcast, the audio-only archive of the Apologia YouTube channel. Note that some content was designed to go with visuals, but the imagination can be a powerful thing. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider giving it a 5-star rating on the podcast app you're using now to help us reach more people. Or, since this endeavor is ad-free, consider going a step further and supporting us for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash apologia. But for now, let's get to the episode. Part of the Ham and Egg News series, posted January 7, 2022, titled Atheist's Watch, Night at the Creation Museum, featuring Shannon Q. Happy New Year, Shannon. Happy New Year, Paul. Welcome to our annual tradition, our New Year's Happy Hammy New Year's special. This is our very first one recording in the same room. Oh, I know, in the same house. In your live from Polygia Studios. <laughs> <laughs> Turn left at the bathroom. <laughs> For those who don't know, I made the cross-country move in 2021. To finally share an abode with the lovely Shannon Q. Mm, poor bastard. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor bastard. And so we were able to have our very first Happy New Year special together, which is awesome. It is awesome. Now I get to see your beautiful face in person and watch you do shots. <laughs> you already started shots, too. Well, what hasn't changed is that this is a little more casual uh, Hammonig News th- the episode than normal. So this is more of our just straight reactions and having seasonal fun that Ken Ham would normally give us around New Year. Ken had a tradition where he would film either a special edition of Answers News or he would film himself wandering around elsewhere and and just generally Ken doing something fun like making fudge one year. Yes, yes, fudge. (laughs) (laughs) The OGs know what that means. (laughs) Check our merch. We may well have a fudge shirt by the time this comes out. Did he even do one this year? Well, that's the problem. The last time Ken Ham recorded was November 26th when he and his wife went around looking at the lights at the Creation Uh, Museum. And he has literally not been on a stream of any kind since November. Do you think we ruined it? (laughs) (laughs) We spent so many years just tearing him to pieces. Maybe he lost his special streaming sweater that he used to wear. I know. I love that sweater. I like the year that he was dragging around his son-in-law or whoever by the cord. So it was very disappointing that Ken Ham himself didn't put anything out. But in the middle of December, my eyes lit up when I saw an upcoming event for a thumbnail, which had Ken's face on it Mm -hmm. for an upcoming stream on Creation Today called Night at the Creation Museum. We could watch it and see if maybe Ken shows up here. Is it because you and Eric are best friends now? Is that because <laughs> you guys are besties and you guys text each other memes and shit is that <laughs> it's not because of that you can see that eric is dressed as the night guard from the 2006 film night at the museum so he's ben stiller starring this, ben stiller in this mock-up production that we're about to enjoy that's right okay and then Tim Chafee, he's the giant person who writes all of the signs at the Ark Encounter and the Creation Museum. That must be a mentally tasking job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
unlimited supply of crayons probably to be able to do that job. Some, he sometimes on Answers News now, and perhaps coming up you'll notice that Tim is also the model for one of the evil giants at the Ark Encounter. Is he really? Yeah. <laughs> what an honor. <laughs> it's been a big day for him. <laughs> he found out. Oh my God. What's really important is that I have rum. And that I'm going to need a lot of rum to get through this. You're already doing tequila shots, so this is probably going to go really well. Maybe you and Eric won't be friends. <laughs> we started. I with- thought he and I were best friends, but <coughs> I'm not the one he's texting all the time. You guys are like the odd couple. <laughs> it's adorable. <laughs> We've been recording for three hours now and we haven't started, so let's go. Night at the Creation Museum. Okay. A little extra special for you and your family this Christmas. So I took a trip up to the Creation Museum and the Ark Encounter and I filmed something that I think you're going to kind of like. Kind of. Already, the bar set so high. This is a ringing endorsement. That's a quote for the poster. You'll probably, you you might kind of like this. Well, I I am set. I am set to kind of like this. Now, please don't be too hard on it. Uh, I filmed it on my cell phone, and it's not even an iPhone. I think don't be too hard on it all. My heart's already like, I don't even want to be mean. Like, you tried so hard. It's not even an iPhone, he says. Not even an iPhone. Good. Screw iPhones. (laughs) I know. I know some of you guys are probably judging me already. That's like prophecy. I just I feel bad for him now though because I feel like he's like self-conscious about it. It's weird to apologize for your movie before right? your movie. Like, you'll probably kind of like it. Please don't be mean to me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> bless him, bless him. No, I don't want to be mean to him. I don't want to be mean to him, but I mean like I have this sneaking suspicion <laughs> that the content of this film is going to be something that I have a few things to say. <laughs> And I'm sure he would expect that. I'm sure he would. It was a lot of fun putting it together. And I want to say a special thank you to Rebecca Pike for inspiring me to have a little extra fun with this than I probably normally would have. So fun fact, you just mentioned Rebecca Pike. Mm -hmm. Do you remember back when I started my channel and I was dealing with the Creation Today show? Yeah. So Ben at one point was a co-host on the... Uh, I know Ben. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Ben go way back. I know Ben Shetler, yeah. But after that, towards the end of the run, he had another co-host, Marianne Pike. Okay, yes. So he just mentioned Rebecca Pike. Mm -hmm. So Rebecca Pike is sister to Marianne Pike. And their dad used to run a whole creation ministries in Missoula, Montana, where they was... A little bit of information for anybody who's playing creation today. Six degrees of separation at home. Bit of trivia. Yay. That's our goal. We want people to have the truth and to know and love their creator. Okay. Those are separate things. (laughs) (laughs) Think we're ready to roll the film, right? Is that what we say, guys? Roll camera, roll. Roll it. I'm hoping this is some kind of generic music that he's got that is not going to get me copyright. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we'll see. We'll find out. Special thanks to Answers in Genesis. Oh, yes, I'm sure that they have <laughs> for, for allowing us to promote their shit. <laughs> That's some pretty fancy 3D graphics, actually. Like, I'll give him that. That's not bad. Maybe Eric's stepping up his game. It's not bad. Well, <laughs> you don't think so. <laughs>
Remember that stupid video game they had? Yes. With the two different foundations. One was the secular thing and one was on the Bible. Yeah, because they thought the kids would like what's the equivalent of a Galactica game from 1973. So apparently that didn't work out. And they said, well, you know what's going to be more for the kids is building. (laughs) 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 Oh, I see what they're doing, though. Look, they've got the pale blue dot in Origin of the Species and the God Delusion. And that's the bad foundation. And the Bible's the sturdy foundation. Exactly. You can't even really see that it's the Bible. Uh, we should have moved that chair. And Rebecca Pike's name is right on the screen right oh, now. No, they should have moved the, the director. Chair. That's the director's job. I don't know who the target audience is for this. Me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Obviously. Okay. Because you were alive in 2006 when the original... <laughs> yes, I was alive. <laughs> if this is supposed to be ostensibly before younger people, mm-hmm. they're parodying a film that is now... If my math is correct, 16 years old? Oh, don't. Shh. <laughs> we don't need to talk it's about like, it. This is a hot take pop culture reference. I know. <laughs> We've got building blocks. <laughs> I was trying to read that little sign. No sitting on the rocks. That's all I wanted to know. <laughs> Theoretically, Tim, Tim Chafee, you know, he, since he claims he wrote all the signs in the Creation Museum. <laughs> no trespassing. Tim, that's, that's some, of, some of his best work. <laughs> Nice car. So here we've got a Chevy Camaro in yellow. It's exactly like Bumblebee. Right? I was just going to say. It's Bumblebee. That's pretty cool. It's a Transformers car. Acting. I know. Oh, I forgot something. (laughs) (laughs) Also, you know, we don't normally comment, but you know, look, he's been working out. He's got his butt shots. Jesus, could you guys want to be alone? Oh, good. Yeah, I hate to run off like that, but I got a job at a new place. It's some kind of, I don't know, museum or something. Yeah, I could do that. This is going to be important later. Okay. It's better not That's just be oh, I gotta go. I'll see you yeah. All right, bye. Hey, you Derek? Yeah, Derek Daly. <laughs> Derek. <laughs> that follows the classic Marvel daily. Alliteration? Alliteration, thank you. <laughs> Peter Parker. Luckily, you have a communication <laughs> major right, here to help it. you. But, <laughs> Why wouldn't his name be Derek Dovin? That would have been <laughs> Derek Dovin, that's that right. Been, that would have almost been less obvious. You're night guard around here. Hey, good to meet you. I'm Jim. Pleasure to meet you, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jim. Not in the... So entirely unlike Tim. <laughs> I just want to make sure everybody hit their marks. <laughs> did you bring your shield? I didn't know I needed one. The uh, museum come alive at night or something around here? You never know. No, actually, you, you remind me of Captain America. Did he just America. say that Derek reminds him of Captain America? Oh, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> what about young Derek here? <laughs> Captain America? Who but- wrote this? Rebecca Pike. She must have a crush on Derek. <laughs> right. Who wrote the ass shot in? <laughs> it's America's ass, goddammit. That is America's ass. Bend over real quick and pretend you forgot something in your car. It won't be necessary to the plot. It doesn't matter at all. I was expecting more Ben Stiller. Ben's- oh, I got it. If you put Chris Evans and Ben Stiller next to each other <laughs> and asked me in earnest without ever knowing this happened, which one of these two does Eric Hoven remind you more of? I would have to go. Ben, just, ben Stiller's a good looking man. That's not an man. insult. Absolutely. He's Zoolander. But like, come on. <laughs> oh, 
Come on, Eric. Give us the blue steel. <laughs> trivia. I think the original Night of the Museum. Every time you say trivia, I'm going to drink. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's, that's what's happening. Well, if I remember right, the original Night of the Museum had Owen Wilson, who's in the MCU now as, as uh, in the, the Loki series. Yeah, that's true. And it had... Ant-Man is in... Paul Rudd is also in uh, oh, is the original Night at the Museum. There you go. I don't think I've ever seen the original Night at the Museum. Well, then you're going to be lost with all these. There'll be references. <laughs> I hope, I hope I'm going to fail all along. this trivia. All the trivia. Oh, I'm going to have to do so much mansplaining now. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would suggest you not. <laughs> but okay. I guess, uh, I guess I should have been expecting uh, Dick Van Dyke then, huh? That's good. That's good. All well, I'm go. thinking about is whether or not Tim made that sign with that awful looking He turkey. 100% did. With the turkey? Yeah, Tim would. Oh, <laughs> right. oh. that looks like the meal special, but maybe you never know. Okay, so Tim made the dragon sign, though. Tim definitely made that dragon. Dragons sign. around the world, like that's for real, though, right? Like you... that's one hundred percent a real sign. When I went to the Creation Museum, that sign was there. Yeah, that's. that's What's the, the point of this sign? That so, dinosaurs are dragons. I think the only reason a dragon legend could possibly appear. Is because dinosaurs were actually wandering around Australia, literally. <laughs> <laughs> they got yeah. on those logs. Remember how kangaroos got on the right. logs? That's right. The volcano <laughs> blew them. It right. blew them into the into space. Yes, they suggest that kangaroos caught an eleven thousand kilometer ride to Australia on flying lava. So you're new to the area? Oh uh, yeah, uh, just had to move here to be close to my son Ricky. Oh yeah, divorced? Well, separated. It's kind of oh. complicated. Okay. Sorry to hear that. How old is he? He's ten. Great. Yeah. Fun age. Oh, they're black. Okay, I'm calling it by the end of this two-part. I was gonna say trilogy, but what do you call them when there's uh, just du- two parts? Du- duology. 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 By the end of this duality, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna reconcile with his wife because he's gonna realize that's what Jesus wanted and that's what's best for his family. The only reason he it. believes in evolution is because he's because he's an evil this bad family situation. Bad. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> So he's the atheist in this scenario then. Right. Which is why he's separated from his wife and believes in evolution. Yeah. Okay. All right. Also, even if you're a cleaning staff or presumably night guards or whatever, you have to sign the statement of faith to work at the Creation Museum. Right. In real life. So it's unlikely that Derek here would would not (laughs) already hold to the six-day creation. Derek Dovind. Oh, right. Maybe. And Jim Joffe. Everything on the list. In order. All right? And pay attention. Don't fall asleep. Oh, don't worry about that. I've done security for years. There's a reason it's both. Don't fall asleep. Yeah, man, I won't. Do you think he's going to fall asleep? I was totally going to fall asleep. 100%. Just do the list. In order. In order. Don't fall asleep. Don't fall asleep. And if I were you, I'd leave some lights on. It gets a little spooky here at night. Uh, have a good night. Most of one of the kids. He's not a bad actor. No, he's doing all right. Attention, oh, Ben Stiller. <laughs> but is he Chris Evans? <laughs> Did you guys meet Gigantor? Just introduced me to my new job. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> What's that green screen for? Oh, good question. Maybe so that people could take pictures with like dinosaurs or whatever. Uh, probably. Like, and they tourist probably, trap photos. Right, like they charge twelve dollars or something. Yeah, to, so that you can like have a picture with like a dinosaur or something. Or, or Ken Ham. Or Jesus. <laughs> Ken Ham. Yeah. Ken Ham. Happy holidays from Ken Ham, Jesus, and a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I would pay twelve dollars. I don't even send Christmas cards, but That's if that right. was a possibility, I hundred percent would start sending Christmas cards just to do that. For those following at home, he's walking past where that guy was collapsed. The last <laughs> oh, that guy died. <laughs> Experience 3D There's like some dude lying on the floor. There's just a random dude on the floor. Why is he lying? Why is he on the floor? <laughs> What's the most reliable dating method, do you think? <laughs> Tinder. <laughs> but I'm ching. But I'm ching. What do they think the most re reliable dating method is? Christian Mingle? <laughs> Probably. Uh, no, they're, they're like, whatever, whatever the Bible says. Whatever the Bible is the yeah. most reliable dating method. That's right. Oh, okay. All right. I remember you. What was your name? Dewey? Dewey? De 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 Deborah? Dex Dixie? Dexter! <gasps> Dexter! Dexter? <laughs> Dexter is a serial killer. It literally says Lucy right there, though. Uh, creationists aren't known as big readers. But he's supposed to be an atheist evolutionist. That's right. So, <laughs> is this supposed to be some sort of allegory about how, like, we just ignore the information, Apparently, the evidence that's right in front of us? This is the Creation Museum's version of Lucy, which doesn't look anything like any version of Lucy in any proper museum. I know, she's not even, like, upright. No. Like, it doesn't make any sense. No, the hips don't work on this one. Hips don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the third law of Shakira. That's right. <laughs> Oh, naked people. Two naked people. <laughs> Eric spotted them too. Sorry, Derek. Derek spotted them too. They know exactly how to write for atheists. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. When atheists see naked people, they call them out. <laughs> oh, good. The emergency exit doesn't work. Yay! <laughs> Emergency exit doesn't open either. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> but also, I'm guessing it's probably a huge problem where a lot of kids around the community people are trying, trying to sneak in without paying. Poor people keep trying to escape. <laughs> I don't even believe in science. <laughs> Sean McDowell was being the most convincing atheist <laughs> pretender of the year, but no, it's Eric. You killed my father. Prepare to die. I mean, I, that's something I would do. I am your father. You'll be fine. <sighs> it's fine. You'll be fine. It's I Eric know that's not the line. Imitating Zerg. <laughs> First Toy Story 3. Imitating Star Wars. Yeah, that's nice. If a nap was sleeping, it'd be called sleeping. It's napping. Totally different. Just 10 minutes. Oh, that's all I need. You could die of a heart attack from this surprise. I know. This shit's about to get real. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm figuring. Hello? Somebody there? Why does he have a flashlight on? Like, all the lights are on, Eric. The lights are on. You can see very clearly where you are standing right now. Ooh, 
that, look at that special effect. Look, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Shadow puppets. Like somebody's using their hands. Yeah, exactly. Next, it'll be a bunny. Okay, now he can justify the flashlight. Oh, because there's no light. Yeah, in, yeah it's dark right. there. All right. <laughs> this is where they get their Amazon packages. <laughs> That's the Fall of Man exhibit. Oh, it's the Fall of Man exhibit. That's where we show how... People who uh, believed in evolution did bad things. So, therefore, what? (laughs) (laughs) Evolution's not true? That's right. Even if everyone on Earth that ever believed in evolution did bad stuff, that wouldn't make it any less true. I believed in evolution when I was a Christian, though. No, that's impossible. (laughs) (laughs) I was never a real Christian. What what are you doing here? What are you doing here? I'm guarding the museum. Oh, you're not? You're sleeping. I'm not sleeping. Oh, Jim gave away the plot. I know! Jim. It's supposed to be subtle. I was napping. Technically, there's a difference. You've uh, experienced something like this before, haven't you? A loved one suffering? Yeah. Um... I have my, my mom. Because my dad made her go to jail for tax evasion. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, if God really created the world, you got to ask, why is there so much evil and so much suffering in the world? It hasn't always been like this. Sure it has, man. Animals have been killing each other and suffering for millions of years. Oh, you mean evolution. <laughs> what? What? You mean evolution. <laughs> so if I smack you right now, like, or if I cause you to suffer in any way, that's, a, that's synonymous with evolution? Let's say about that. Whoa! Special effects on point. What happened? What'd you do? Oh! Dexy! No, not Dexy. Lucy. Lucy. Australopithecus afarensis. You know, missing link, one of our ancestors, right? I learned about her in school. Yeah. yeah. Only problem is, not a missing link. No? And not one of our ancestors. Says who? <laughs> Says Jim. Says, Says Jim. Jim Joffy. <laughs> and of course, we don't necessarily say that Lucy is a direct ancestor necessarily. It's we have a common ancestor with Lucy. I'm sure that that'll be represented. I'm well. sure that. Australopithecus, <laughs> <laughs> southern ape. She's an ape. So are we. So are we, Jim. <laughs> Where are you going with this, Jim? <laughs> God damn it. But of course, yeah. Oh, this is going to start falling apart. Yeah. I was having such a great time. <laughs> I'm going to start getting annoyed now. Now they're starting to be wrong instead of just oh, making poor creative choices. This isn't whimsical anymore. <laughs> when they depict her in museums and zoos around the world, oftentimes they put human feet on Lucy. They put human feet on Lucy. They put human feet. They put <laughs> human feet. <laughs> All of the museums, they're like, this will fool we'll just, <laughs> we'll just put some human feet on her. And then everybody will <laughs> think that she's, that she's part of our lineage. Oh, my God. So, it's a good thing that Answers in Genesis is on to that. That's right. <laughs> so, of course, the other fun part they like to do is pretend that Lucy is the only specimen of Australopithecus afarensis that we've ever found. That's true. That's the case. And and, and in every instance right. where you see her outside of this museum, right. she's been retrofitted with some human feet <laughs> to um, trick us all. Yeah, so Lucy doesn't... Lucy wasn't found with feet, so I don't know what the earliest museums when they found it has, but of course, Australopithecus afarensis actually has the, some of the most specimens of anything that we found to this point. And they all had human feet. Put and on. no, they don't. Oh, not at all. No. 
Every single one. But when they did find specimens with feet bones, mm-hmm. they found that it had a flat arch like humans, not a rounded arch like apes. Oh, that she was likely more upright. Right, and spent more time, and on, the more time on the ground than in the trees. trees. But could spend some of the time on the ground and, and some of the time in the trees. Well, that sounds like a transition. I know, right? <laughs> That's what that sounds like. Exactly. But in 2022, you're not going to go to any museum where they've got... Human feet. Human feet on them. It's just that kernel that they can That's use right. to say, ah, they're deceiving you. That's right. That's right. Neat. Fantastic. I love this movie. This is a really great movie. This is the best date. <laughs> this is a great date. <laughs> when do we do the shots? When I'm angry because we're going to run out of shots. <laughs> we can do the shots. When we... Take a look at the skeleton behind Lucy. How many foot bones do you see with her? She doesn't have any. That's right. None. And yet they put human feet. Why? Because that is their, that's their bias. <laughs> that's fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, this is so dishonest. Yeah. What? Okay, so the kernel of truth is the original was found without any foot bones. Correct. And they probably just kind of reimagined what it might be. Right. And noted on the display that she wasn't found with feet, but maybe it's something like this. But then they found multiple other instances of this species. Yeah. And many of them had feet. Yeah. And then they updated their information. Correct. Once they did, but but they're just omitting all of that history. Right. And referencing just this instance. Right. In, in a biased way, <laughs> <laughs> in order to make it look like people like us are biased. This is one of those. That is a fucking beautiful. Mwah, chef's mwah. kiss. Fuck your face. God damn weird it. weird answers in Genesis things like science changes, therefore it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You can find out new things. We don't want to know any new things. We don't want to know things. any new things. No, no changing ideas. That's the same as lying. Fudge sickles. Oh, I shut up. Now I have to drink. Uh oh. <laughs> they always have like, well, we can classify this as an ape or we can classify this as human. So if it's 51% and 49%, another thing doesn't count as a transition. It has to be exactly half one. It's <laughs> to be 50 Right. It's got to be, yeah. Well, this is 25% more human like than a chimp, any chimp we know. But evolution doesn't work like that. It's iterative. Right. That's so dumb. Like, so in their mind, in order for evolution to be real, the evidence they would need was one day a great ape gave birth to something with human hands and an ape face. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, some kind of chimera. That's right, yeah. Well, they had that, uh, yeah, famously the crocodile, remember? They were yes. like, oh, let's live. Oh, Kirk Cameron. <laughs> so they're, that's what they're expecting. That's stupid. And since that time, we have found more specimens of Australopithecus and we found foot bones. And their feet are very ape-like. Except for the fact that they have flatter arches than most normal chimps do and probably couldn't have been comfortable in trees that much. So it's a slightly more human version. It's a it's a transitional a form. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my gosh. They're not attacking Australopithecus afarensis as a species, they're attacking the one Lucy find. And, and acting as though that yeah. everything follows from right. that and that alone. Right. Dumb. Even though he uh, offhandedly said, well, they found others and they were chimpy. Oh like, right. this is why I drink. This is why <laughs> I drink. Just like their skull. The large one there in the middle is Australopithecus. That's the same species as Lucy. And you see the other ones around there, the gorilla, the orangutan, very much the same. Lucy 
with an ape. What they want you to do is to be walking by with your kids and to be casually saying, oh yeah, I don't see enough difference here to definitively say evolution happened. They want you to say, oh, these roughly look similar. Like me as a layperson, I can't tell the difference between these, therefore no one can tell the difference between these things. That seems silly to me because you can visually see the differences. I agree. Erica Gunsick Gibbon and I went through this actual exhibit mm-hmm. on a video once, so I would encourage you to go back and watch that. But one of the things that's frustrating here is that Lucy, her skull was almost identical to what a modern chimp right. is. The, the differences are in the pelvis yeah. and in the, the legs. Mm-hmm. And that's where the variations were happening, and that's why it's such an important fossil. So when you say, wave your hands and say, look, the skulls were identical, forget the rest. But that's not the important part, though. Exactly. Why aren't they putting the bodies next to each other? Exactly. Why aren't they putting the skeletons next to each other? They're trying to say, well, skeletons were identical, (laughs) so therefore the rest must also be. Pay pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. (laughs) That's right. The best evidence for Lucy being a missing link is found in the artwork. No, no Jim. Jim. No one goes to the museum and says, this museum recreation is the evidence. Mm-hmm. And we're still focusing specifically on the head in right. this case. That's correct. On yeah. the visage. <laughs> when that's not the important part. That's not the variation. The important. But they're like, well, look, different artists make them slightly different colors and their hair's different lengths. <laughs> that's right. So obviously they're taking artistic liberty, which means that you can't trust anything that they're saying. I think that's what it means. But, that's but our museum doesn't do that at all. (laughs) (laughs) This is where you go to get the truth. We we took our visage of Lucy from the pages of the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Where it specifically says in Ephesians 19 (laughs) that Lucy was a monkey and not a human. It's showing the artwork. It's showing their worldview. But I don't know, man. Why would so many scientists believe in evolution? It's it's probably got to be true. You know what? Let's go see what evolution leads to. Leads to? Fuck me. (laughs) God damn it. A lot of scientists believe it. But what if it's bad? (laughs) Oh my god. Right. A lot of scientists and chemists probably believe that explosions can be caused a certain kind of way. Explosions can be bad. Does that mean if you mix these two chemicals together... They won't explode because, I mean, have you thought about what that might lead to? It can't be true. A a human? Caged as a zoo primate? Oh, evolution leads to racism. Is that what this fucking is? That's what this is. Oh, screw you. (laughs) Screw you! Unfortunately, they're not actually wrong. So throughout the 1800s and 1900s, they did put people of African descent and Asian descent in circus-type freak show. Right. As if they were freaks of nature for colonialized Western Europeans to look at. That That's a condemnation of colonialism, though. That's not a condemnation of, like, evolution as being fact. Right. Like, people can misunderstand and misuse a multitude of things that are correct. Correct. Or use them as justifications. If they're really going to be going down this road, I don't think that they're going to want to. Like, do you want to go down the road of things that people have used the Bible to justify? Exactly. I don't think so. Like, because <laughs> like, the Bible's going to win the people did the shitty stuff contest 100% of the time. Like, should we have an exhibit? Like, if Christianity is true, look at all the terrible things it will lead right, to. Right, exactly. Because you can totally do that. Have you, have you heard about the Inquisition? <laughs> yeah. Well, the Bible can't be true. Look at what it leads to. Like, if you find the worst example of something, like, that's it, fallacious. You just, you can't find the worst example of something that someone used something for 
as a justification. And thus, this thing itself isn't true. And lots of terrible things are true. Evolution isn't a terrible thing, though. No. In and of itself, knowing and believing, air quotes, believing in evolution doesn't motivate you towards any end. No. It doesn't. But they're trying to make that connection. That's exactly right. And then go, and therefore, it's not true. Yeah. Nice job, Answers in Genesis. Well done. Yeah, no, fuck your face. Whatever. They put him in a cage in a zoo just because they thought he was part monkey? They did. They forced you into a position to defend something you would never defend. Right. Right. They're saying, well, if you believe in evolution, then you think things like this are okay. No, I don't think things like that are okay. I think things like that are reprehensible and awful. Right. And it has nothing to do with why I believe in evolution. It's like a bait and switch in order to force you into a position where you're no longer arguing the facts of the matter. You're either defending something reprehensible or you are reprehensible in their mind. They put you in that catch-22. Right. When it's not even, it's like besides the facts. And beyond that, frankly, the people I know who are most knowledgeable of the biology of all this think it's reprehensible that we would have gorillas and orangutans. Like, Agreed, they would go yeah. the other way. It's like, no, shouldn't we have, shouldn't, shouldn't have any of these animals in a zoo. Not we should have people in a zoo. It's such a dishonest tactic. If oh. people hadn't have believed in evolution, then the Holocaust wouldn't have happened. And That's world, fucking you know, ridiculous, yeah, though. Right? Evolution is a relatively new theory. Humans have been being bullshit to each other since the beginning of human history. Yep. So it doesn't even like it doesn't even follow. A literal non sequitur. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Fine. What, when do we get to do this shot? Uh, let's How do it now. Do I have to I think be? you need to do it now. <laughs> Cheers. Shots. Shots. Happy, shots. Shots. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. You like it? Ooh, that's delicious. What's that called? A monkey's lunch. I shit you not. a total coincidence. I made it ages ago. Oh no, we're really called a monkey's lunch. We are having monkey's lunch. <laughs> I didn't even think when I made it. <laughs> I just knew that I had crumbed a banana and balls blue and Bailey's and stuff here. <laughs> so I was like, oh, those are good. I'll make one of them. <laughs> Goddamn evolution is just. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Uh, all right, monkeys lunch, everybody. They are good, though. Delicious. <laughs> They're drinking. We're drinking monkeys lunches all the time. Well, people aren't just monkeys. <laughs> that's perfect. Uh, I me, wish I'd planned that. I can't even take credit. <laughs> let me go get a banana while we're at it. <laughs> well, sometimes people take things too far. But it doesn't change science. Good yeah, point. That's an actual good point. We know the Earth is billions of years old. I mean, how else would we see starlight that's billions of light years away? You want to see stars? <laughs> I have the answers you're looking for. Who's this guy? Danny Faulkner. Okay, I'm googling Danny Faulkner. He works at Answers in Genesis. Lost. He has a master's Danny. in physics from Clemson University and a PhD in astronomy from Indiana University. Yep. And he's the astronomer from the Genesis Paradise Lost Oh, well. Movie. Great. Perfect. I often wonder how these people with legitimate educations, what has to happen to you to get to the point that you're like, I'm just going to deny everything that I know to be true. All of the hard work I did to get to this point academically. Is it money? It's money, isn't it? It's well, <laughs> I hate to attribute motive, but uh, it sure seems like... What's hard, what do you think is harder to do? Get 
regular publications into peer review. Or go to Answers in Genesis and just spew whatever. And just say, the Bible's right, the Bible's right. Whatever Ken Ham says is true. Oh. And, like, I don't know what they get paid. So but I'm guessing the PhDs on staff at Answers in Genesis make more than the average PhD in academia. Oh, likely so, yeah. Because, you know, a PhD in academia is still making paltry money like they do it because they like the science not because of course yeah absolutely yeah you don't see phds driving around in the chevy camaro bumblebee <laughs> <laughs> jim is though jim is actually no derek derek was driving in in there yeah but jim you know he writes the signs i know gets... that's another thing like in this in this world derek is a night security guard driving a camaro <laughs> what's going on here yeah, you know, you're right. A lot of people have questions about distant starlight and time. Said, what's, <laughs> going, what's going on here? He never asked you a question. <laughs> you're right. People have questions about a thing. Sup, <laughs> <laughs> Shannon? That's a great question about brain nerves that you got there. <laughs> I know, great question. But you never asked me. Can't wait to delve into this more. Yeah, you're probably wondering how, if the universe is only thousands of years old, how light from... Billions of light years could have gotten here. Exactly. Isn't that a big problem? Well, not really. Oh, <laughs> problem solved. Problem solved. Let's snap our fingers again to the next mm-hmm. exhibit. No, no. You have to understand, first of all, that the light year is not a unit of time. It's a unit of distance. That doesn't matter at all. <laughs> Give a shit. <laughs> That's not the problem. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> it takes a year for light to travel this distance <laughs> and a year if i'm not mistaken is the unit of time <laughs> at least here on earth He's how do they reconcile this and it's gonna be magic isn't it it's gonna be fucking magic it's magic <laughs> i'm calling it right now no spoilers it's magic and when he created them he knew that one day humans were gonna be like doesn't really make a whole lot of sense <laughs> That we've only been here for 6,000 years based on the lineage that we wrote down. And we know that light travels at a constant rate. Yeah. And and that's a measurement of distance. The, ar- <laughs> the argument is basically, are you telling me God couldn't do it this way? Well, of course he could. Like, if you posit something that answers everything yeah. by magicking shit, then you can answer literally every question and you gain nothing from that. Whatever, go ahead. If I'm right, I'm going to get another shooter. So that's how far away they are. That's correct. The classic Han Solo problem in A New Hope where he was talking about parsecs as if they were time when they're really distance. It's the ship that made the Kessel run in less than 12 parsecs. Now, how do we see it? How do we see it? Well, there's different possibilities. Some people suggested the speed of light has not always been what it is today. Called it that. Who suggested that? Why even put it in the movie? Danny Faulkner does not accept this hypothesis. Okay. Because if you change C, which is the... C is denotes the speed of light. Yeah. So, like, E equals MC squared mm-hmm. gets totally fucked up. Right. If you change the speed of light now, like, every other property cascades different. Right. So, Danny, this is very disingenuous because he does not hold to this hypothesis, but he's... Is that why he said some people he's say... He's just throwing it in. Oh, some people say this... So, then, that they, so that you know there's options. Right. His astrophysicist friends would laugh his ass out of the town if he held to it. Oh, for Christ's sake. Okay. Some people suggested relativistic uh, sort of solutions dealing with general relativity. Elaborate! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> could, you, could you expound upon that, please? <laughs> What's the movie with Matthew McConaughey in where they have time being relative to things? What's that movie? I have no idea. You watch more movies than me. Where Matthew McConaughey is traveling at different speeds of time based on where he goes 
shows in the universe. Uh-huh. And people are like, oh, yeah, there's that, there's the theory of relativity. Maybe I'll think that's okay. That they invented for this movie. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the effect of gravity actually has an effect on time, which they is actually a scientific thing. Okay. But Danny's kind of conflating the things where it's actually time that changes, not the speed of light that changes. Again, he's throwing out theories that he doesn't hold to. To make it seem like there's options. Well, there's a plethora of things that it could be. Yes, it not the just speed magic. Of light isn't constant. There's, there's A, non-magic, B, non-magic, and C, magic. <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand, maybe God performed a miracle during the creation week to rapidly bring the light here. Now we're back to another miracle. And it's magic! <laughs> <laughs> or maybe God just did a miracle. Wait, our drinking game should be every time an explanation involves magic. Uh, <laughs> Drink. Drink. Yeah, you know, the Big Bang model also has a miracle, too. What? Yeah, there's a thing called the horizon problem early in the universe. Getting light to travel across and bring the temperature of the universe to one single temperature. I've and, never heard of that. Yeah, you probably haven't. You probably haven't, but if anyone watches my channel, they definitely have, because in the, in the Science of Genesis Paradise Lost movie, he proposed this as... So in science, it's actually called the horizon problem. Problem, which yeah. is a big bonus for creationists because they're actually using the same name that scientists use. <laughs> they didn't have to make up their own shit. But it's, it's a horizon problem in the same sense of, hey, here's a math problem. Yeah. It's not like no one's ever figured out this math problem before. It's right. Like, but just here's a thing for someone to figure out. Mm-hmm. It's my understanding. I'm not a cosmologist. But that basically scientists have proposed that in the first several seconds of the Big Bang that the expansion was actually faster than it was now. Now, obviously, we don't know exactly because we can't recreate history, but it actually does empirically, it solves a lot of problems. The future data that it predicted, like the cosmic background radiation and several other things that I'm not remembering now because I drank monkey's lunch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so happy I picked that. Go to my video, which I will link the link above my head here, where I did explore this yeah, so the point is he's fashion. presenting it as though it's still a serious problem that no one has any answers for. And the fact of the matter is that the established science, which he sh- should know about as a PhD Correct. in this field, has actually come up with multiple solutions to this problem Correct. that make it no longer a problem. Right. So he's taking advantage of the fact that scientists call it still a problem. Even right. though it's a solved problem. Right. This is annoying. Anyway, sorry. I'm going to sit here quietly. No, we're going to let Danny tell us all about how cosmology works. Oh my god. We're in for the long haul. <laughs> I want to see the arc one so bad. All okay, right. We're well, going to make it. We're we'll going to do through. it if we have to do this all night. So help me, Jesus, we're getting through it. <laughs> but they've tried to solve that with what we call cosmic inflation. Though there's no evidence for it and nobody knows how it works. But people believe it anyway. But he just said it might be a miracle! <laughs> There is no evidence for a miracle. I'm getting heated. But thank you, <laughs> but thank you, Danny. That was what it was called, cosmic inflation. So if I remember correctly, Alan Guth in 1979 proposed cosmic inflation, and it has since predicted future data. It says, if cosmic inflation is true, then we should expect these future discoveries, of which cosmic background radiation was one of them. Okay, so there was a hypothesis that could so have been a falsified. That's right. But you can build predict- predictive models based right. on the... You, you can predict future data that will be found. Yeah. And it absolutely did. So when he says there's no evidence for it... He's just wrong. It's a predictive model, kind of like dark energy is that a keeps, model. D- that keeps giving results right. that right. reinforce that hypothesis. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. 
I'm annoyed. So the real question is creation. If you believe that God created the universe, I think you would agree that the light travel time problem is small potatoes by comparison. It's small potatoes. It's not a problem if you just ignore it. <laughs> you just pretend it's not a problem and believe anyway. Then it's, it's not a problem. It's not God of the gaps, but also God did it. <laughs> so just shh. <laughs> shh. Don't are worry you, about it. Are you saying God couldn't do it? <laughs> I guess you got a point there. What point does he have? What point? I was disoriented because I was on a chair, but also you make a good point. That's right. You guys really do have answers. Yes, we do. No, they don't. <laughs> nope. In Genesis. <laughs> You're not wearing any shoes. Nah, I don't like shoes. I don't like shoes either. I'm with him on that. What the fuck, fuck shoes. Is I'm that also for? not wearing shoes. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> what is this about? Is so this that you can know what Lucy's feet look like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fair. I was thinking maybe a Die Hard reference. I don't know what's going well, on. Well, this is a Christmas movie. <laughs> That's going to be the most controversial thing that we say. <laughs> Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Meet Teddy. Teddy. Wake up, Derek. Ah, why? <laughs> God damn it. Why? Teddy is terrifying. Why? He's apparently Canadian because he's wearing plaid. That's right. He's got a tuxedo on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't this, understand. This has got to be an inside joke to somebody at Crazy Today. I don't get I don't understand what this is. If you know what this is, leave a comment in the yeah, comments. Explain because... to us what the fuck. <laughs> How is he slapping that one eye daddy bear? Uh oh, that ripple. That's like, that's this. This is early oh, Jurassic Park. Look, get ready. Dinosaurs <laughs> come alive. <laughs> No! Oh, no! No! That was like a puppet! Ah! Ah! <laughs> nice! Look at that slide! <laughs> That's like a hazard across the hood no, slide there. business or something. Wow, we are old. <laughs> Those are old references. Yep. I kind of like this movie now. Derek, you don't have to be afraid of these guys. They're all dead. Whoa! Ah! Meet Ebenezer. So there's actually a big controversy about that particular allosaur that he's standing behind. Why? What's the controversy? Montana is whoever owns the land gets to keep fossils. Oh, Whereas in, in Canada awful. and a lot of places in the States, if you find an important fossil... Then the government, the government owns, owns yeah. it, even no matter who owns the land. But Which makes sense, so that you, science can right. study it. But yeah. in Montana, if you find a fossil on your land, it's yours. Oh, and so this guy, but if you're a dick, then you right. can just... Exactly, so this guy... So much stuff could be lost to science. Exactly. Because, oh, that sucks. So they get to have this artifice of, well, look, we also have this giant fossil. Oh, that's So it kind of sucks. How do you think he became a fossil? Uh, well, he probably died. <laughs> Score one for Derek. <laughs> probably died. <laughs> yep, nailed it. Uh, yeah. And then, um, well, you see what happens is uh, he lays there and it takes like millions of years, but uh, 
leaves and uh, sticks, rocks, it, it, it kind of get buried on top of them and uh, it gets super, super heavy. And then it, you're uh, squished into a fossil. Wow. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm super embarrassed, but this is actually not far off what I thought when I was a young earth creationist. Really? What I thought that evolutionists thought that it took millions of years to get covered. No, it would. Ha- it has to be covered rapidly. It's... Right, and that's what I. That was one of the first things. Which is I why learned. they're so rare. Otherwise, there'd be fossils all over the place. Exactly. Every scientist acknowledges that it, it takes rapid burial. Yes. For a fossil to happen. That's a required condition. There's yes. no cases where fossils happen because millions of individual leaves <laughs> like a stick every right. two to three hundred years. Exactly. That is an accurate portrayal of what people think evolutionists think. Yeah, but Eric knows better and so does Tam. They, they both know, know better. But there's a, he didn't even mention like mineralization. No, like, like at so, all. So, so how do they think fossils get made? A flood is required. A flood is ah, I could have I should have called that. I, that okay. I'll, I'll drink for that's, you. That's because my prediction. That's a, good, that's a good prediction. Floods are required. That's solid. Okay, you know he would have rotted away long before any of that happened. That's correct. Uh huh. Yeah. You see, it doesn't take millions of years to form a fossil. It does though. It what is it? <laughs> <laughs> Where minerals replace the bone. Yeah. Does take millions of years. Which is why you need to be buried rapidly. Right. In order for that to happen. Correct. Because it's essentially kind of like a diffusion, like an osmosis effect that takes place. Ooh. Those are science words. <laughs> That's right. I didn't say flood though, so I'm wrong. <laughs> it just takes the right conditions. If you're gonna play fast and loose with petrification versus actual permineralization. It's not the same thing though. Which I didn't pronounce correctly, I don't think. We <laughs> <laughs> don't have to pronounce words no. correctly. Yeah, minerals don't replace the bone in thousands of years. That takes millions of years. Yeah. They need to be buried rapidly in mud or other sediments. You see, fossils are found all around the world right. in what we call sedimentary layers, which were right. laid down by water. No, no. Fuck. So water is one way that sedimentary layers get laid down, mm-hmm. but they also get laid down by gravity or wind, or yeah. uh, anything that moves particles around, or plate tectonics, all those kind of things, it doesn't require water. But it does, though, Paul. It requires water. Well, He yeah. just said it did. But okay, Tim. It's probably Jim, the most Jim, Tim. Jim. 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 That's a callback to something I don't even remember what it is. <laughs> Well, to be fair, Jim, James, Jimothy, to be fair, Jimothy. So you have these fossil layers all around the world. Right, yeah. Well, you know what that means, right? Well, yeah, uh, that means the... Uh, uh, all around the world. Right, yeah. Uh, uh, they, rock layers laid down by water. Or wind or other things. And also, even if he's... Like, let's say he's right. Let's live in a world where Jimothy here is, <laughs> is, is saying things that are accurate. Correct. You know what there is a lot of? Water. All around the world. <laughs> right? <laughs> Why does it require one flood? Right, that's the... That's the one flood. Exactly. That Floods is... are not... They're mundane events. 
So even in a world where his theory, and I'm not saying it's right because it's really fucking wrong, but even in a world where his theory is right, it doesn't require a worldwide flood. It just requires water to be present near animals that die. Exactly. That is... Which is, I mean, pretty common. Their dichotomy is either there were zero floods... Or there was one flood. Or there was one fucking huge <laughs> Right. <laughs> Remember when sense. we went to the Royal Terrell Museum together? We went we a saw, couple of times. Yeah, we saw yep. the, the Anquisaur, I think that's the name of it, that was like that was mm-hmm. preserved by a flood mm-hmm. that had happened in a very local part of Alberta. Yeah, absolutely. And they, they can kind of get a sense of that it was a very local flood, but it mm-hmm. covered that one dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... But... The Bible says right. that there was a flood, right. so we need to explain fossils by using a flood, so that's what happened. Water, yep, so, yep, they, uh... With lots of dead things. Of course, yep, so all around the world. Yeah, multiple floods all over the world. <laughs> or literally all of the other conditions required for fossilization that aren't always floods, but K. <laughs> But all right, then. That means that there was a worldwide flood, just like described in the book of Genesis, which is found in the Bible, the history book of the universe. History book of the universe? History book of (laughs) the universe. They they would sell more copies. I I know there's a number one thing in the world, but they're probably decreasing in sales, so they think they'd have a subtitle, the history book of the universe. Hitchhiker's Guide to Worldwide Floods. (laughs) This is the worst Captain America movie I've ever seen. (laughs) Some people don't like Winter Soldier, but this is worse. (laughs) This is worse. Winter Soldier is my favorite, by the way. It is good. I like Winter Soldier. Yeah. Uh, whoa. Welcome to Biblical Archaeology. Wow. Biblical Archaeology? Oh, yeah. One of my favorites. You know, skeptics routinely say that the Bible can't be trusted, that all the events and people described in there are just made up hundreds of years later. I do say that, to be fair. <laughs> I mean, that's, a, that's the most accurate thing that they've said about skeptics so far. Take, for example, David. For years, skeptics have said David never even existed. It's just that some scribe made him up hundreds of years later. They wanted to have something like a King Arthur legend, so they view him kind of like that, just to give him a rich history. And then they found the Teldans Dula. And you know what it talks about? It mentions the House of David. This is from 850 BC, about 150 years after David's lifetime. We've also found the Misha Stila, which mentions the House of David and the House of Omri, which would have been Israel. So, I don't know how much you know about biblical Hebrew, I'm going to go with nothing. <laughs> Zero. But biblical Hebrew has no vowels. So you've probably heard that before. Yes, like I have. From Dr. Because Josh I, and things. Because have... I'm friends with Josh That's and right. Megan from Digital Amurabi, yes. So they have no vowels. So David in biblical Hebrew would be equivalent to, because there's no vowels, it's basically D-W-D. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's no word breaks in biblical Hebrew either. Okay. So... These are very controversial finds that Jimothy here is talking talking about. So, basically, AWD with no word breaks at all. The tell dance deal, basically, everyone's like, well, no, there's lots of ways to read those in a different way that doesn't say House of David. Of course, even if it did, like, the fact that there was a House of David doesn't mean that, That oh, therefore David and Goliath happened. Therefore, this specific David, with this mythology surrounding him... Everything about him is true as depicted in the Bible. Like, that doesn't follow. But even if so, as I understand it, the Hebrew experts say that the DWD 
it, it, the found in the steel. If you if you do different word breaks differently, it makes perfect sense without referring to House of David. Okay. So maybe it refers to House of David. Maybe it doesn't. And then the other one he talks about the the Misha steel. Yeah. That one, the first D in the DWD doesn't even exist. Like it's broken. Like you can't even see. Okay. So it's just a WD at the start of the sentence. And they're like, well, what if D was there? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. And of course, like, so other people said, well, if you put a B there, then it would refer to like King Balak, who was a king right, of Israel. So there's just lots of ways these can be interpreted. Like, I feel the same way about the Jesus of the mm-hmm. Bible. Even if there was a dude that existed, it's clearly been mythologized. Right. To an extent that's very obvious. Right. So there could have been someone important named David. Maybe he was even a king. Yeah. I don't care. Right. That doesn't indicate to me that the Bible was true, nor that everything that was written in the Bible about him or his life exactly. is true. Yeah. It, it, that just doesn't follow. And there could be a house of David that's not even con- in, at all related Absolutely. to the David exactly. that you see depicted in the right. Bible. We could go back to 1930s and say, hey, I did a, a record check in New York City, and there was a guy named Bruce Wayne. Therefore, Batman's real. Batman is Batman real. Is real. <laughs> it's like, well, no, that's not. Yeah, no, it doesn't follow. No. Remember Goliath? <laughs> oh, yeah, Gigantor. Actually, he was a lot bigger than me. Oh, but man. he was from the city of Gath, and archaeologists have been excavating Gath. And in 2005, they found this potsherd and it has two names on there that are nearly identical to the name Goliath. Did you catch that? Two names that are nearly identical to the name Goliath? Nearly. Not that Goliath was named twice. But there's, but there's, there's names two names that are, that are nearly. That's right. So the existence of someone named Sharon lends credence to Shannon Q's channel somehow. That's the equivalent right. of what they're... Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Jimothy. <laughs> I, like that. I love that that's stuck. <laughs> so all these stories are true? Of course they're true. Of course they're true. Somebody named Goliath or something similar <laughs> may have existed at some point in time. Of course. So obviously somebody killed him with a slingshot. <laughs> what else could you glean from this information? Have you seen this pot? There's a name similar to Goliath written on this pot. Well, it's not a whole pot. It's a part of a pot. <laughs> this, but... this pot fragment has a name similar to Goliath written on it. Like what? What? I mean, what would you deduce from this information? <laughs> it seems like every single time a skeptic wants to deny the, the historicity of, of one of these key figures or events, archaeology uncovers the evidence for them. I don't really think that's true. <laughs> I don't think that every time one of us says something... I don't even think that this time... That no, not even this time. It didn't even happen this time. Tell me about Moses, Jimothy. <laughs> but there was wheels in a river. <laughs> oh, right. You know that there oh. was wheels, wagon wheels in a river. Actually, it's funny because that's just Genesis. Is like even they're like, no, those no. wheels aren't true. <laughs> that's, that's a bridge too far, yes, even yeah. for AIG. Kent Garrett's dad though was all on the wheels. He loves the yeah. river wheels, man. Whoa! Look at that special effects, though. That's pretty, that's decent. Like, I'm le- like legit. Yeah, like, he's For in... filming this entire thing on a Samsung Galaxy cell phone? Yeah. I mean, an Ericsson... Props. Mad props to him, man. There's two Eric's in this shot. And it's not just because we're best friends. That's right. Or at least I thought we were best friends until you and him started being text buddies and he never talks to me. That's right. That's he was, fine. He was just using you to get to me. Yeah, fuck your face. Probably true, though. <laughs> 
probably true. I mean, doesn't Sarah want Ricky to know about this? I want to be great if you were the one who got to show him this. Shouldn't you be the one to indoctrinate your child? <laughs> Wouldn't your estranged wife want you to indoctrinate your child? Maybe that's why your relationship didn't work. Because you don't have the truth. Didn't your, didn't your mom believe all of this? Yeah. Yeah, she was a she was a believer. So I know you know evolution makes sense, but if we give you guilty feelings, you'll think the creationism <laughs> is true. I almost spit out my drink. That's what, that, that's what this amounts to, though. Yeah. If this was a movie about evidence, they wouldn't have a backstory that is emotional manipulation. Oh, a lot of apologetics yeah. just in general is emotional manipulation. That's infuriating to me. Grr. She didn't want you to blame God for her death. They he said, were just in the hall of shitty things that have happened. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and he said, have you had somebody has something bad happened? And he said, yeah, my mom died of cancer. But he's not a believer in this scenario. So he's not blaming God. He's like, he... He doesn't believe in God. You know, but the Christian narrative is that if you don't believe in God, you hate God. But you don't believe in God. I don't hate the tooth fairy. Even though she steals teeth and that's weird. <laughs> because I don't think she We're not teeth shaming, no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't because I don't think she exists. I don't no. have feelings about her. I think the character Derek here Isn't actually that? does believe in God. He's just He's just angry. angry. Right He's now. just really suppressing the truth and unrighteousness. Right. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Because that's the only way. Because Romans 120 or whatever. Good reference, yeah. She wanted you to know her creator. Your creator. What are you going to decide? What will it be? You can't decide now because there's a part two. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it, would, it would ruin the continuity right. of, the, of the, what did we call this? The, du the duology. duology. <laughs> duology. That's right. I'm hoping they that, need an uh, additional museum is what they need. Right. Like, this could be a proper trilogy. I'm hoping that the Ark Encounter is the Godfather 2 to this, that it's a, the, the rare, <laughs> it's the rare sequel Where that improves. the second improves. one is better than yeah, the first the, one, yeah. It's the Empire Strikes Back of the <laughs> <laughs> One more Star Wars reference, I swear to God, I'm leaving. All right, fine. Whoa! Ow. I mean, I can relate to that. Ow. I'm 40 and sometimes I sleep with <laughs> Right. That's the most relatable thing that's happened. That's right. Injured my sleeper. I slept so. in a bad position and now I need to go to the doctor and take some medication. Probably won't be the same again yeah. for the rest of my life. What was that? What? Don't... Found it. <laughs> Morning. Morning. How did everything go last night? Oh, great. I mean, you know, nothing got in, nothing got out. I think if creationism had a theme, Nothing got in, nothing got out. <laughs> That's right. Could be a t-shirt. No ideas got in no and no ideas, ideas got out. out. Yeah. I want to give you this. It's a 3D movie on the creation of the world. Oh, it's his. It's Eric's fucking movie. <laughs> oh, my God. Product placement, product, product placement. Product placement, product placement. Here, look. I, it's, it's a DVD, too. It should be a digital download. I mean, although I suppose their audience probably still Oh no, no, their audience totally, and not even Blu-ray. We had VHS, but they're out of stock. <laughs> and uh, does Ricky like to read? Yeah, he does. I mean, he's not big into like, you know, school reading, but, but fiction. Oh, loves fiction. Fiction. We've got a lot of that at the creation museum. <laughs> My son doesn't like learning. 
Somebody loves dinosaurs. Do you have any fiction about dinosaurs? We sure do. I think he's really gonna enjoy the Truth Chronicles. Wow. Oh, do you know what that is? No, I have no idea what that is. Jimothy wrote a book series. <laughs> This is more. This is the book by Tim Chafee. This is Equal Opportunity Product Placement. So the, here's the movie you made, and here's the book I wrote. So, wow. Wow. That, that further goes to show my theory that all AIG related productions are essentially just fluff. Yeah. wrapped around product placement yeah. every single one of them if the bible were enough you wouldn't need any of this stuff you wouldn't need a huge ass bookstore that's right tonight we could really use you down at the ark encounter oh good there's a part two fantastic he's going to the ark encounter hey sarah is ricky gonna be ready i'll see you at 7 30. oh man is he gonna bring a kid is there a kid involved in this i don't think so no children were harmed in the film <laughs> I would like it if this car would turn into a robot. That would be awesome. If that really was Bumblebee, I would be so pissed off that Eric got that privilege. <laughs> and we're done. And we are done. We're done part one. Okay. All right. This is a good time for us to take a break. Break time. And then we will take a shot at the start of the next one. Is that what's going to happen? We're going to do so. a shot. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm ready. Let's go take a break. I hope you'll join me next week as we experience night at the Ark Encounter. God bless.